when it all began Was it time that we asked for? Was it anything to feel complete forevermore? Wanna see myself like I used to back then But every time I turn around I'm in L.A. again Don't take this for granted That's not how we get it, I know We're tearing these pages Before we get to watch it unfold Yeah, it's the long road Ryan! Yeah, what's good? <laughs> what's going on, buddy? What's going on, buddy? What's going on? Cheers. Ding. Yeah, yeah. Don't drink in pod, folks. It's not a good idea. Or do. Or do. Or do. All right. What's up, everybody? This is this week's at large bid. Uh, this we, year's. This year's. It's the first one of the new year. Happy New Year, bro. Happy New Year. New yeah. Year, new me. New year. New year. New me. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> So yeah, man. How was your uh, How was your New Year's Eve? Just chill. Fire. Yeah, laid back, man. Laid uh, back. How was yours? It was great, man. It was good. So my girlfriend and I went out and did like um we did like a five course meal there at the Fifty West Brewery, and they did like a different beer for everything. Oh, you fancy, huh? Yeah, and um, I barely ate any of the food because I drank a lot of the beer, <laughs> but like it was it was cool, man. Um, and then. We ended up going back to her place for a minute and just kind of kicking it because she left today. Okay. So she's in the Coloradans for yeah, now. So Nuggets. What up, boo? Um, I fell asleep at like 12.31. Yeah. That's yeah. what comes with old age. Bro, I know. This is officially the year we'll both be 30. You're yeah. already 30, but like I'm going to be 30 in July. Yeah, but then I'll be 31 after that. So then it's yeah. like, oh. We got to get those canes out, boy. Yeah. 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 So, yes. Yeah, they're like like most thirty year olds. We talk about eighteen year old kids that play basketball. <laughs> Makes sense. Yeah, it's logical, it's right? Good living. Yeah. So um, I hope you all had an awesome holiday season. If you are just strictly a at large bid listener, yeah. um, if you've listened to the whole Forty Minutes Network, we had a lot of really fun shows over the holiday season. A ton. Some really good stuff. If yeah, man. I had a really good time doing the uh, favorite LeBron moments episode. Yeah. Fast forward through that, but it was good. Did I you? It. It's about LeBron. Whatever. I'm about Kobe, dog. You know. Yeah. You're like, I mean, I had a cool moment. I didn't talk about the usual the block or. No, you guys had. It was yeah. good. Yeah. Just if you're a LeBron lover. Yeah, but you're a Laker fan. <laughs> it's okay. God, you're an asshole. Yeah, I am. Yeah. I, at least I'm staying true. So, I guess, do we start this show in Los Angeles this week? Sure. All right. So, like we've been talking about since, like, we started doing this show. <laughs> you fired. Steve Offord gets the can. Holla. They say it's a buyout. <laughs> Dude. So, I yeah. saw a, a tweet. Apparently, it said that between Jim Mora Jr. and Steve Offord this year, UCLA has committed $48 million to buyouts. Bags. Bags. <laughs> I wouldn't work. No. Nah. No. No. I wouldn't work. Yeah. So... Offered to say, uh, gets to can. I, I knew after the UC game he was done. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, you've known since the beginning of this year. I have, like, yeah. without even any games being played. Once, like, like Offered's out. Once Sharif O'Neal was not able to play this year, I was like, this isn't good for him. Because Sharif O'Neal was going to be, yeah, going to be his savior. I think people really underestimate how good Sharif O'Neal is. He's not just good because he's Shaq's kid. He's no, a good he, ball player. He, it might be a hot take, but I think he could potentially be better than what Shaq was because he's got more well-rounded of a game. Yeah. His game transitions. Like, Shaq was the precedent for when he played. Sharif is going to fit in because he's so well-rounded at so many different things. Yeah, and so I think offered – I mean, that's definitely 
not his fault, but yeah. I don't think he's really done a good job of handling the UCLA program per se. No. So here's the thing. We're kind of got to get into this. Um, and I'm, you know, as a Notre Dame fan, I think I can attest to this of like UCLA is known for this history mm-hmm. of being like the most national championships of all time. You guys had all these Naismith winners. You mm-hmm. had John Wooden. Mm-hmm. You know, it sounds a lot like Notre Dame football, doesn't it? Yeah. So people hold on to that and they think UCLA is going to be that again. Here's the thing, like UCLA could very well be successful again and win championships and stuff. They'll never be what they did with Lou Alcindor and Bill Walton because right. they won what seven straight championships, yeah, something like ridiculous. something crazy. Yeah. Seven's an exaggeration, I know, but they were always good. Like they had that seventy-five game win streak. Mm-hmm. Like they were awesome. And so people think you, you know, and I understand. Like I have no problem with tradition and history and stuff like that by any means, obviously. But I mean, that's a tough program. Yeah. And I was honestly really shocked when the Indiana job opened. He didn't put his name in for it. Right. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. You know, and, like, Archie Miller's done a great job at Indiana. Right. Don't get me wrong. Like, really I think Steve Alford just burned that bridge when mm-hmm. he did not take that job because Archie Miller's going to kill that job. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know, I can say that about my beloved Hoosiers now. <laughs> yeah. And <laughs> my beloved Michigan Wolverines. Yeah. <laughs> Is there any other teams you want to add right now? I don't know. I mean, Kyle on the shot callers claimed the Brooklyn Nets from underneath me when I told everyone they were going to be fun this year. Yeah. And he's like, no, they're not. And now he's like, my Brooklyn Nets. I'm like, okay. He actually okay. had a good point, too. So I was listening, and he was talking about how, uh, like, what's the difference between grown men getting paid talking about basketball? I was like, I love that he's such a good devil's advocate. He is a really good devil's advocate. Drives me crazy sometimes, he's, but he's my brother, so yeah. I love him to death. Yeah, you guys are so much alike. It has to piss you off. Yeah, it does sometimes, <laughs> but not a bad way. Not no, it's like, a great one. Yeah, it's it's good because, like, I think we really work well together oh, for yeah. that. Yeah. Um, But, you know, obviously – when you struggle the way he has, I mean, the best he's done is the Sweet 16. Yeah. Delonzo ball year. Mm-hmm. He let LeVar ball run UCLA there oh, for a yeah. while. And then he almost let him do it again with LiAngelo. Yeah, that would have been. And, like, you know, his players get, like, again, a lot of this is not his fault. The shoplifting case in China that Donald Trump has to bail out the players. Jeez. <laughs> like, Ridiculous. Le- LiAngelo ball goes in a press conference and thanks Donald Trump. Yeah. <laughs> like. What? I know. <laughs> Like, usually that's something you'd be like, okay, USC's doing something like that. But UCLA is like, come on, dude. But it's obviously led to a ton of speculation about who could be the next coach at UCLA. And like I told you, Bleacher Report has listed everybody. Yeah. If you were a college basketball coach, you were a candidate for UCLA. Oh, well, you know, this might go. Roy Williams is considering UCLA. I think Kyle Harry was too, you know? Yeah, like, oh, man. So I've said all along, I think Eric Musselman would be great for UCLA. Yeah, And he's been awesome at Nevada. Um, the difference between Nevada and UCLA, though, in his case, because he is a really good recruiter, mm-hmm. he gets a lot of grad transfers at Nevada. Yeah, here he can actually recruit talent because people are going to want to go to play, go live in Los Angeles for a year or so. Yeah, and I think Musselman would be the perfect guy because he's so good at selling a program. He's such a freaking like energy. He, I'm pretty sure he does cocaine. Yeah, oh, like, he has to. Yeah, yeah. They uh, so Bleacher Report actually has Fred Hoiberg. Okay, as the front runner. Sure, right now. But I one that I thought was kind of cool, Earl Watson. Oh yeah, Earl Watson would be pretty cool, because um, he played there from ninety seven to two thousand one. Um, let me see. The other next tier they had after Earl Watson and uh, Hoiberg was actually Jamie Dixon at TCU. Oh yeah, I forgot about Jamie Dixon. So the long shots, which are, <laughs> I just want this to be funny. I know. 
So there are long shots of what they have. is Luke Walton, mm-hmm. Billy Donovan, mm-hmm. Jay Wright, mm-hmm. Mike Bray, Tony Bennett, Eric Musselman. Their wild card is Bobby Hurley. <laughs> and then <laughs> they said, can't go there, dot, 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 yet, Rick Pitino. <laughs> and oh then God. some other ones that they just threw Rick out Rick Pitino there. cannot be allowed in Los Angeles. He can't be allowed in college basketball. <laughs> right. But, like, if Rick Pitino's in college basketball, I mean, in Los Angeles, something bad's going to happen. Yeah. You know? Yeah. They had a couple others. Uh, Kevin Keats at NC State. Mick Cronin. Chris Beard, Buzz Williams, who I can't remember who wrote this. I don't thing. think Mick Cronin's ever going to leave Cincinnati. Why would he? After the UNLV thing, yeah. I think, like, dude, like, that UNLV thing was nuts. Yeah. Well, they're literally just naming anybody right. who's a hot coach. Right. right. They're like, hey, you're a coach in college basketball. <laughs> yeah. Chris Mack is up for UCLA, even though he just signed Jeez. a 10-year contract with Louisville. Yeah. Like, Come on. Yeah. Um, It'll be fun, though. Hopefully they get some. It's going to be a fun search. They need a stable name there, I feel like. Somebody yeah, I think I think Muscleman would be perfect. And I think the biggest thing with that, kind of what you were talking about as far as tradition, they they don't necessarily need like a tradition change, but they need a culture change. Yeah. And I think somebody like Muscleman who would bring that energy in there will be great. Could you imagine like if you were a recruit and Eric Muscleman goes to your house? Yeah. Would you like some cookies? Yeah! Give me all of them. Give me all the cookies! <laughs> I would be like, sign me up. Here's yeah, my I'm like, okay, right, right like, my Where bro, my, where's my bag? I'm scared though? of you, so. Where's my bag, though? Oh, UCLA's got bags. Where's my bag, though? Yeah. Under Armour's like, we don't have bags. <laughs> um, but I think UCLA is definitely one of those, like, college basketball is better win programs. Oh, yeah. Kind of like Indiana, yeah. like we've talked about this year. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think, uh, I think, you know, that's the best hire is him. Yeah. I don't think it'd be too difficult to take him from Nevada. Um, I know he's been great there. Yeah. But that's a huge program. Mm-hmm. And he would be just like a perfect guy to sell the program. Yeah. They need somebody. Yeah. We can go do it. Yeah, I'm down. Yeah. Yeah. I'll be your assistant. Right. You know. We'll run the box in one defense that sometimes the NBA runs now. Didn't somebody run a zone the other day? Yeah. Jeez. Dude. The Lakers on Christmas Day ran a box and one. That's awesome. It was great. I'm down it for worked. It. Yeah. Because <laughs> they probably haven't seen box and one in right. years. So, like, oh, God, what is this? Right. Could you First imagine? of all, what is defense? Because this dude's <laughs> getting after it. Did you imagine, like, when they told LeBron, like, we're going to run the box and one, him just being like, no, no, we ain't doing that. What? <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, that's funny. Oh, my God. That would be awesome. I would love to be, like, in a coach's meeting with NBA players when they're like, not only are you going to play zone, but in the half court, you're going to play box and one. <laughs> like, Good huh? joke. Yeah. Right? <laughs> well, are we really talking about defense right What's now? next? You're going to have us press the whole game? <laughs> It'd be sick. I would love that. Dude, if an NBA team pressed the whole game, I'd go nuts. Yeah. Oh, my God. I'd love it. Yeah. Because that's what I do at 2K. Oh, yeah. Why yeah. not? Like, um, all right. Well, we I think we're kind of doing our typical getting off topic. 100%. Crazy that we do such a thing, right? We'll just mesh into our other shows now, too. <laughs> right. Bring the other guys on. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, I want to talk a little bit about Ashton Haggins and Kentucky in general. Perfect segue. Defense. Yeah. Um, so, oh, my God. He is so good at defense. He is unbelievable. Yeah. Unbelievable. Like, if you remember when we started the season, I said I didn't know if Kentucky had a lottery pick. Yeah. He is a lottery pick. He has to right now. He is definitely rising the, up the boards. Mm-hmm. The way he plays, like, his man-to-man is ferocious. Mm-hmm. He's a really good, like, he's a really good team defender, too. Well, he sees the court in a different So manner, well. Which is crazy. We haven't, I feel like we haven't seen that in a while. Not a college player. No. 
But, I mean, even, like, just as much as, like, he's a floor general on both ends of the court, too. Yeah. I mean, seeing him in person at that yeah. at that game against North Carolina, I mean, he just – he made Kobe White look un- just mm-hmm. like, like, a, like a legitimate freshman. It kind of felt like when De'Aaron Fox played against Lonzo Ball in the tournament. Yeah. I would agree. It was just – I mean, his defense is – the pressure that he can put – and literally, it's up and down the court. He doesn't yeah. stop. No. And the thing that I like most about him – that a lot of kids nowadays don't have is he's that competitor. He wants like Nas Little has that, but he just it doesn't transition the way he looks lost all the right. time. Right, he gets it. Yeah, and we're just talking about his defense game. His offense game is really good too. Oh yeah, I mean, I think literally the reason why Heroes having such a good year is because he commands everything and he he you know he gets to wherever he wants on the floor to get them those. Yeah, shots. I agree. And he's going out there in the Katie fours and yeah, like which is I like my it. favorite Katie silhouette. Yeah. Um, it's one of my favorite shoes of all time. Same. Yeah, I have a pair in there in the closet right now. They're clean. Yeah, and he's just like I think Hagen's has really kind of helped Kentucky kind of find that stride. They you found know, their identity. I think. After you know, after the Duke game, I know a lot of people like we kind of went on here. We're like, we're not worried. Yeah. And then after the Seton Hall game, who we're going to talk about later? Yeah. I think the kind of worry kind of kicked in mm-hmm. because they needed a half court shot to get to stay in the game. Right. And they still lost. Right. Um. But it seems like after Quade Green left, and literally, like I told you at that game, I sat next to a UK fan. And I asked him. I, I even said, "Man, it sucks. Quade's not here to kind of help you guys out." And he was like, "No, not really at all." He said, "We've actually opened up our offense way better, and we're meshing well with an eight-man routine." Yeah, he's very skilled, um, Higgins. That is, mm-hmm. and I think what, he just brings so much to the table. But the way he's leading Kentucky on the floor is really nice because, like you said, like Tyler Harrow has been awesome. Yeah, he's PJ been, Washington's been really good. Finally coming to. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> but they're playing really good basketball. Yeah. Because I was, you know, going into the North Carolina game, I know they had a couple wins. Yeah. Like the Utah I thought game, we were going to win by like ten, fifteen points. <clears throat> I thought for sure North Carolina was going to take them. Like, run them out of the gym. I didn't think it was going to be a game. Yeah. And that's probably because I didn't watch them play against you know. I, I didn't watch him play Utah. But. Well, everything we've seen him on TV has been like, that's yeah. scary. Mm-hmm. And I know he has a way to do this, being Calipari. Yeah. But I think right now this is one of his best coaching jobs he's done. I was just about to say, I've been his biggest critic. And, you know, kind of like how Kyle ate his words with uh, <laughs> Anthony Davis. Yeah. I'm going to go ahead and eat my words with Calipari and say that, you know, I'm really impressed with the job that he's doing. One, to lose a player like Quad A Green in the middle of the season and be able to bring the team back together and them to play it the the way that we thought they were going to be in the beginning of the year, mm-hmm. I think is huge. I think that's a, a big homage to how he's he's coaching this year. I agree, man. I think um, I think Kentucky has been really really fun the last couple of weeks. They have, you know, and they've played in big atmospheres. Yeah, uh, to play in neutral site like that in Chicago against Carolina, who like we said, we thought Kobe White and Nas were going to just go in there and just dominate that game, right? Um, like Seventh Woods, we thought was like playing really well there for a stretch. We're like, okay, how's Kentucky going to stop all of these guys? Yeah, and they did. Yeah, and then the Louisville game, which I know they're definitely a better team than Louisville, mm-hmm. but going into the yum, going into the yum, That's Chris Max first yum. Yeah, you know those players are pumped up because there's a bunch of kids that are grad transfers. It's their only chance they're going to play in that game. Yeah, and we said it's uh, apparently it freaking was... Cunningham for Louisville was unbelievable. Oh, and they said that this is. Pretty much everybody on UK's team's first time playing in the Yum in that rivalry. Yeah, that's that's a lot. That is and a for lot for them to come in and play the way they did. I mean, because Louisville doesn't put up like they don't they don't they don't let up. Right, I mean. they are. I've highly impressed with them. 
But Same here. I was equally or if not more impressed with how UK came in there and just played their asses off. Yeah, they were awesome. And they still have another big non-conference game this year. Yeah. They got to play Kansas. Yeah. And like that's going to be that, the 26. Uh yeah, I think it is. Let me pull the Kentucky schedule up real quick. Um but you know while we're looking that up, I think you're just kind of seeing everyone kind of accepting their roles for the team. Right. And I think that goes such a long way, and people don't really understand that. Yeah, the puzzles are kind of – the puzzle pieces are fitting well together with that, you know, I, hard – it's almost like when they had that two-platoon year, how the how the fuck do you coach those people? Like, right. how do you come up with the right rotation? You can't really get a really – you can't get any good chemistry, and they're finally getting that. So, yeah, you're right. It's the 26th. So, those three games in that frame, they have – they're at Auburn, who's really good. Yeah. They come home for Mississippi State, and they come home for Kansas. So, like, that's a, yeah. that's a pretty sweet group. And then – So they play Kansas at UK? Mm-hmm. Holy shit. Dude, we might have to go. Yeah. Um, I'll look into that. So, I think what, – what is their ceiling, though, right now? Like, I still don't necessarily know if they're a national title contender. But I think right now, if I'm putting – like, if I have to put a spot on them right now, I'd probably say they're an Elite Eight team. Yeah, with the way, with the way they're playing, I would probably say right now that's good. If they can continue though, like these next couple games, mm-hmm. then I'll probably that'll let us that'll give us kind of a kind of their ceiling. Yeah, because I mean, I, like I said, I was highly impressed with them against North Carolina. I was too because I feel like after North Carolina coming off that game against Gonzaga. I literally was like, okay, we're about to hit our stride. Yeah. You know, if we play, if North Carolina plays the way they did against Gonzaga, then they're a national title team. Mm-hmm. Now, obviously, UK comes out and they make us look like we might not even win the ACC, but, you know. Oh, there is a big, big hurdle in the ACC. <laughs> yeah. It's a big one. Undefeated Virginia, too, baby. <laughs> His name is Zion Williamson. Yeah. He is big. Yeah, he is. So. Right, I think uh, I think it's nice because you know I would like to see a little more from the Kentucky bench. Mm-hmm. Um, I think quickly he's been up and down. Mm-hmm. We know about Nick Richards. I really hope they get Brad Calipari in there soon too. It's the Birders red shirt. They do. <laughs> yeah, they need to get him in there. I need him to play. B Cal. Yeah, yeah. No, Richards had a good game. Yeah, he did. He's your boy. He he's looked a, like he liked basketball. I never he once. smiled. I know. He like blocked a shot and he you know, was he like, "Actually, you know who he reminds me of? <laughs> he looks like Rasheed Wallace." Okay, it's really weird. Like some of his mannerisms remind me of him, just like dumbfounded all the time. It's like, "Hey, dude, you're you're playing basketball, bro." Yeah, just chill. I lo- like the fact that you say he literally looks like he doesn't like to play basketball is hilarious because he doesn't. <laughs> it's like, what are you doing, man? I I definitely stole that from One Shining Pot, but it's so true. It is. Yeah, I mean. Because like, like, especially when they did that like student-athlete documentary with him, it was like, are you really like wanting to play? My favorite thing about that is the coach of his high school team that's like all pissed off because they only won by like 18. Yeah. He's like, we need to win by 30 or I don't get my bonus from Nike. <laughs> I'm like, damn. Hey, he needs that bag, bro. He's yeah. getting all these players getting paid. You know, he's got to get his piece. Right. Um, so I think that they're going mean, to continue to get better. I think they'll probably still – the only – the games I'm really excited about is not even necessarily the Kansas game. February, they play Tennessee. Yep. And that game is going to be bonkers. And that's at UK, isn't it? They play a home at home. Okay. Damn. Yeah. I think they'll split that. I think they will too. Yeah, because 
I think coming Tennessee coming to UK. What if they went opposite though? What if they both went away away? That'd be awesome. Yeah, that would be cool. Admiral Schofield is just so good. Yeah, which we've talked about quite a few times. Yeah, and let's go back to that UK Louisville game because yeah, let's talk about it. I was, even though Louisville lost, highly highly impressed with Louisville. Extremely mm-hmm. impressed. With Me too. Them. Like Chris Mack, he's he's a genius. I mean, I think that I think that they have a legitimate shot to making a run that nobody expects them to make. Mm-hmm. But looking in the future, they found their guy. Oh, dude, it's the best hire possible. Yeah, I think he still did a good job coaching that game, even though they were just mm-hmm. they're just Yeah, it's not even like. Can you imagine? Trying to do the same job that he did with people that aren't his players. But right. they're buying into his philosophy already. Yeah. They played that 1-3-1 in that game that we talked about. I love their 1-3-1. Yeah. I love it. What's that kid's name? Four? He's yeah. Number four, too? Stud. I mean, he... he I, I've i watched him a couple of times, and his defense is just unreal. Like you said, Cunningham. They just made a lot of mistakes. I don't think that right. they necessarily... Um, and they have the white kid that's... Uh, yeah. Was it Ryan McMahon? Yeah. Yeah, he, like a, he's Big definitely man. a bingo board. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, oh yeah. Student athlete. Yeah, great, great locker room guy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, what's crazy is King. You know, he's a McDonald's All American coming off the bench now. My favorite player for Louisville is Darius Perry. Yeah, like I knew that when I watched him play in the NIT last year. That I was like, oh, this kid's a freshman. Right. This isn't good. Right. But I was just overall impressed. I mean, obviously the atmosphere there incredible as always. If you haven't had a chance. If you're local and you haven't had a chance to go see a game in the Yum Center, even if you just absolutely hate Louisville. Even if you're not local. Just, yeah. That's make true. a trip. Go. Louisville's a fun, underrated town. Oh, you know it's near and dear to my heart. So. Yeah. I'm going to give you a hot take about Louisville, though. Okay. I think Keeneland's prettier than Churchill Downs. You said what? I think Keeneland's prettier than Churchill Downs. Uh, Churchill Downs is in the hood, of course. <laughs> yeah. If Literally, the first year I moved down there, I'm like... Let me go down to Churchill Downs. I was like, all right, let me turn back around because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know where I'm driving, first of all, and that looks like a bando over there, so I'm good. Welcome to the Kentucky Derby. And I there's like a bazooka you, in the background. That's probably where Katina held all her shit down at, you know? Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> hey, man. All right, moving along. <laughs> you got wine going, you know? Yeah, and I'm the one that's being normal. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'm I'm ripped right now. So all right, man. I want to talk about I want to talk about Seton Hall because they've just had this weird run right now. They have. They got a lot of good wins. Yeah. So if you're not familiar with Seton Hall, because you know they're Big East school, uh, they're coached by Kevin Willard, who's been there for about nine years. He is a really good coach. This is a team that's winning a lot of games. They obviously beat Kentucky, mm-hmm. um, but they are really fun mm-hmm. and they're a really good team. More or less, they're led by Miles Powell. Smiles Power is a junior guard. He is 6'2", 195 pounds. Now I'm going to lead, read these numbers off for you. This is what he's doing right now. 22.5 points a game, 3.2 boards, 2.3 assists, with 47% from the field, 38% from three, and 87% from the free throw line. So Miles Powell had two crazy game-winning shots this year already. In like the Kentucky game, he hit the one where he dropped 28 points. And this last week against a really good St. John's team, playing against Shamori Ponds, mm-hmm. He had another one. I think this kid has a chance to be the Naismith winner. He's efficient. He's very efficient. He's really like, he plays so well off screens. Mm-hmm. The way that Kevin Willard runs his offense to get him open 
is really crazy. You say he runs off like a lot off a lot of screens. Yeah, it's almost like Rip Hamilton back in the day. Exactly. Actually, so Travis Steele compared him today to Rip Hamilton and Reggie Miller. Okay, he's like he kind of he, he's that kind of guy. You run him off screens. He's so aggressive they off the screen had that and in a long time too. Yeah, like, like I, what Ray Allen's probably last person. Yeah, if that because yeah. you know he's putting up these crazy numbers and he's winning games for them because they're winning by four, six, mm-hmm. fourteen, eight. Like yeah. They so, only have one bad loss, really, too. Right. right? Yeah. That was Nebraska, which we were both kind of confused about. Right. And they play X tomorrow. They play X tomorrow okay. at yeah at the uh, Cintas. I haven't got to watch much of them, but I'm definitely going to tune in because it's going to be a good game. Yeah. Um. Najee Marshall was talking about today when I was at their press conference, and like the thing about Seton Hall that's so crazy is they play 40 minutes. There is no. There's no downtime with them. That's good. So I talked to Travis Steele about it, and I was like, how do you prepare a team to play 40 minutes? He's like, nothing but defense and cardio. <laughs> I was going to say, you run a lot. Yeah. Suicides. Right, because, like, not, well, it was Najee Marshall that said that. Mm-hmm. Um, we talked a little bit about kind of, like, he's like, you can't take a playoff against these guys mm-hmm. because they're going to beat you. Clearly, because they take teams like UK in overtime, and that's not easy to do. Yeah, who they had beat and had to hit a half-court shot to take them in overtime. Yeah. And then they beat them. So, I think, uh, and then you know, Travis Steele talks so highly of Miles Powell mm-hmm. and just how good he is and everything he does on the court. You know his leadership, the way people respond to him. Mm-hmm. He's six two, but he plays defense like he's six seven. Yeah, I mean he's a really impressive talent. How far do you think they go in the tournament? I think Seton Hall has the ability to be a Sweet Sixteen team. Okay, I'm not going to go ahead and put them there by mm-hmm. any means, but they're one of those teams that could just. You wouldn't be surprised. You wouldn't be surprised if they didn't make a run, but if they did, you also oh for sure. Plus, I think they have a very underrated logo. Mm -hmm. I love that logo. Yeah, they've always had like some really like good yet like likable teams. Yeah, they have a very distinct way of playing basketball as well. Yeah, so I think I think that they're. I mean, this is going to be a pretty fun team. I really do wonder though, what happens if Miles Powell gets shut down. Because I'd actually asked Travis Steele about this today. Yeah. Um, we talked about, like, if you look at their roster, they have three guys 6'10 or taller. You can't teach height. Yeah. The average tallest guy is Zach Hankins at 7 foot. Yeah. Let's see. Their second leading score is at 10. Right. This is Miles Powell's team. Yeah. Wow. And they're really, well, I guess they're pretty, pretty experienced. Yeah, they are experienced. They, I mean, they made a tournament run last year. Yeah. Hmm. Sorry, I'm just looking over these stats. Interesting. Yeah, so shut him down and you're good. Yeah, if you <laughs> if can. You can. <laughs> um, yeah, I think that he's definitely got to be a guy we got to look at on the Naismith watch. Yeah. I don't necessarily know what his NBA stock is, but I told you, I said this earlier, he reminds me of, and this probably just because I got to cover him last year, he reminds me of Trayvon Blewett. Yeah. Like, that guy that you need a shot, mm-hmm. you know he's going to throw it up from the shitter, right? and it still has a chance of going in. Right. At 6'2", 195, he's got a chance. Yeah. And he just, like, hits these shots over and over and over again where you think he stopped, mm-hmm. and it comes out of his hand, you're like, he has a lot of, like, the no, 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 yes shots. Yeah. And... Oh, so it's like Steph Curry. Right. Cool. <laughs> and Clay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> not to compare them to this talent. <laughs> yeah. Hey, you never know. You yeah, saying the same thing about Steph coming out of college. That would be the worst thing to happen. It would yeah. be the Warriors have a late first round pick and they get Miles Powell. They get him. Yeah. No, they'll probably get like 
somehow Moran will fall that low, and they'll get him, and he'll just be the next coming. I saw some mock drafts this week that had him going three. Oh, I believe it. Yeah. I believe it. I mean, we could do a whole show on Jay Moran every week, John oh, Moran every week. Yeah. Like, yeah. Well, somebody – it's really funny because, like, I feel like he's in the limelight, but he's not. So, like, one of the – on Bleacher Report, one of the things they said is, like, names that we're going to know in 2019 – and they're saying that he's like a name that only hoop heads are going to know. And I'm like, no, uh, I think Alabama game. Like that's literally what happened. Auburn game. Yeah. He, he dunked his way into yeah a, a lottery pick. Yeah. He's so skilled. Yeah. He springs so much to the table. He's the best point guard in the country. Yeah. And he's playing at Murray State. Yeah. What is cool, though, because he's going to get Murray State to the tournament. Mm-hmm. They're going their conference. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, like. They'll make a run, too. Yeah. He has the ability to win games. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Trey Young last year kind of had this thing going at Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. But Trey Young just stopped. It was yeah. like once conference play started with Big 12 play. Yeah. He just fell off. Yeah. And I think Mirage just brings so much to the table to where that's not a possibility. Because if you shut down his shooting, I mean, granted, Trey Young led the country in points and assists last year. Mm-hmm. But Mirage's a better passer. Yeah. Mirage is like his bad defender. He's a much better defender. He's, I mean, he starts his offense off of defense. Yeah. I'll tell you another kid you should look out for. Um, I watched uh, Detroit Mercy the other night. Okay. So they have a kid on their team named Antoine Davis. He's a freshman, six okay. foot two. He's Mike Davis, his kid. Okay. And dude, he's awesome. It's a good app. He played Xavier, and he is just like an all around, like all around offensive talent. He's not a dunker by any means, but he's a good shooter. He's a good passer. He's a good rebounder. He can like the. Hmm. He's got amazing vision. Okay. Um, Defense, I think he's only struggled with because he's short. Yeah. But, like, he's averaging 24 a game. Oh, wow. Um, Detroit does have the worst uniform in college basketball. <laughs> They're still like, you guys want to wear, like, sleeve jerseys? Like, no! Yes. No! <laughs> Detroit's like, we got this. Yeah. They wear, like, this yellow, like, sleeve jersey. I mean, this red sleeve jersey with yellow sneakers. Um, oh, my God. Yeah. It looks awful. Yeah, that's bad. Yeah, so... I think Antoine. I mean Antoine Davis is a kid to look out for. Mm-hmm. Um, but I guess if we want to talk real quick about the game, Seton Hall and Xavier. Yeah, I really am excited about Miles Powell versus Quentin Gooden. Yeah, I know a lot of hoop heads will probably be like, "Who the hell is Quentin Gooden?" But he's a really good guard. Mm-hmm. Xavier hasn't playing a new role. Uh, Trev Steele said today he's going to be rotating between uh, between Paul Scruggs, Quentin Gooden, and Najee Marshall on Miles Powell to keep fresh legs. Hmm. Which is an awesome game plan, mm-hmm. um, because that's the only way you're going to stop them. Should they run a box and one? That'd be awesome. <laughs> I honestly wish that you know, and especially in this game where where you know Seton Hall's got all these tall guys. I think this is the time you got to go and like run Tyreek Jones and Zach Hankins together, mm-hmm. see if they can play together on the court. Yeah, because they do the four and four out rotation. Okay, so they play four minutes and then they they switch. Hmm. And like this is kind of the chance to yeah, triangle two box and one, let it go. Yeah. You know? I'm down for that. Yeah, I don't like. I wonder how many people like because Xavier does run a P line defense too. Yeah, um, but I think I think there's just a lot to look forward to mm-hmm. in this game. So I think it's gonna be fun. High pace, high pace. Yeah, high um, scoring. Um, yeah, yeah, I do worry about if Xavier can keep up. Yeah, because as you know, I know Powell's the only player. Yeah, but he's the best player on the court. Right. So they're gonna need Gooden to play well. They're gonna need Scruggs to play well. I think, you know, I asked Travis Steele, like, is this a game where you're going to lean on Paul Scruggs' athleticism? And he's like, yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah, you have to. Yeah, Scruggs is such a good player. He's been their golden jersey guy for most of the year. 
And I've talked too much about Xavier basketball on this pod. So on this week's episode. Yeah, it's a local. We're local, man. Red, red. Oh, <laughs> you're going to be at uh, UC's game, right? I am going to be at UC tomorrow. I'm playing Tulane. Okay. Yeah, it's going to be cool. UC's pretty good. They are good. We haven't talked much about them ever. No, not at all. And they, I think their defense is phenomenal. Mm-hmm. They can score too. They can. Jaron Cumberland has like line drive three pointers that go in. Because <laughs> like, he's going like to the rim when he jumps. <laughs> like, it looks like he's just bounce right off the rim. And His go... trajectory's down towards <laughs> the rim. And he's pretty fucking good. He is pretty good at basketballs. Yeah. I'm trying to look at team. Like, here's the game. The game I'm most excited about this week is actually on Sunday. I mean, I'm sorry. Yeah, Sunday on CBS. Indiana and Michigan. Ooh. Yeah. So Michigan's still undefeated going into that game, right? Yeah. I think right now Michigan should be the number one team in the country. Not that I think they're better than Duke. They have good quality wins, though. That, they've played, I mean, they've obviously played a better schedule. They're playing better basketball. Duke is really leaning a lot on their athleticism. And, I mean. Really, who has Duke played since? Yeah. Since Indiana. Yeah. I mean, they killed Indiana. Mm Mm-hmm. But Indiana also was like Romeo Langford and four dudes that night. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Or just Romeo Langford. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, I think, you know, I think, I mean, that game's going to be a lot of fun. I expect Michigan will win, but. Yeah. They're playing out of their, I mean. They're playing good ball. Yeah, I would agree that they they are probably playing the number one. Basketball is good as the number one team in the nation. Yeah. For sure. I mean, Duke's just going to get it by default. You know, it's another good game. Virginia and Florida State. It's going to be a lot of offense there. Right. <laughs> Hello, man-to-man. Oh, God. Hello, switch defense. Like we were talking about, I just... I'm bored with Virginia so much. Oh, my. They're, like, painful. Dude, they're Wisconsin. They're, they're ACC Wisconsin. But worse. Yeah. They're so boring. I also realized that Wisconsin basketball is literally the same thing as Wisconsin football. <laughs> yeah. Like, Wisconsin football is like power offense. Grind it out. Right. You know. Wisconsin basketball basically runs the basketball version of a power offense. Mm-hmm. There's no spread. There's no, no like, getting the wings on, out by themselves. Mm-hmm. Just like, no, run, it, right, run it right you at all, you. You all pass the ball five times, then you score. We won 55 to 50. <laughs> like, it was a good game, though. You know, the defensive grinder tonight. Mm-hmm. Everybody did their, had their assignments right. Yeah. <laughs> Tony Bennett's like, I'm making so much money doing oh, nothing. Golly. Let's see. I'm trying to see if Carolina's got a real tough game tomorrow. We got Harvard, so. Oh, last game for conference play? Yeah, we'll probably lose. I'm pissed at them right now because it still hurts. I I don't take losses very well, if you haven't noticed. Oh, really? Even though we bounced back against Davidson, who we were actually a little nervous about because Davidson has upset us a couple times. (laughs) So Davidson is one of those schools I talk about all the time with – George Mason mm-hmm. or like VCU yeah. where people see their name and like, well, watch out for George Mason. They went to the final four in 2006. Right. Make sure, you know, be careful. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> like we're like, that's okay. not logical. Chill dude. Chill. Right. People are like, Oh man, crazy that Butler is, you know, in the, in the tournament, they must be good. And Butler's normally good, but so Michigan actually plays Penn state just to make a hot take Penn state. I'm taking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they got to lose at some point. I think so. They're going to lose to a team they shouldn't lose to. I really want them to lose, though, so that they can be good for the tournament. Same here. As crazy as that because sounds. Because Michigan-Michigan State is going to be awesome. Yeah. It's going to be so good. Michigan-Ohio State in basketball is going to be awesome. Mm-hmm. Like, the Big Ten's so underrated. Michigan-Iowa really is, is going to yeah. be fun. Yeah. I mean, the Big Ten's done such a good job with basketball this year, which is weird. It's surprising. 
It is. We kind of downplayed them coming into it. Yeah, I know. And those like the more we start, like the more we've been doing the pod week by week, I'm like, wow, they have like seven good teams. (laughs) I did. They did say the ACC may get ten in. I think they'll get ten in. Which is, I think they'll get ten, and I think the Big Ten will probably get six or seven. That's absurd. Yeah, because then you only have forty-seven more teams to pick from. (laughs) Yeah, and it's like, yeah, there's two hundred and something, and that's not even counting. Conference tournament winners. Yeah. Okay, so that takes out. So you probably have, like, as far as at-large bids, <laughs> you probably have, like, I like that. 20 schools to pick. Yeah, that's wild. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. And what's so weird is we mentioned that. It sounds like such a small number, but I feel like this is the most wide-open year of college basketball. Oh, I would agree. Like, I know a lot of people are like, Duke's going to win. I'm like, no. Duke could lose. Yeah. Like, Duke... In one game, Duke could lose. I know they lost to Gonzaga. Yeah. But, you know, and they've played awesome sense, but there's been some times that you rewatch Duke and you're like, RJ Barrett's 0 of 8. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, that's yeah. scary. It just sucks because they literally have another guy who can be 10 of 10. Right. <laughs> and then they have another guy who could shoot from the three, 10 of 10. And then they have Trey Jones on top of all of them. Yeah. yeah. Which, I mean, he's going to, he's literally going to quietly get himself drafted. <laughs> oh, dude. He's, yeah. So I didn't, I, Totally forgot I'm a terrible North Carolina fan, but we actually play Pittsburgh Saturday, mm. which will be a really good game because mm-hmm. Capel's doing a really good job right now. Dude, he's he got is. them at ten and three right now. Yeah, which is considering cool. last year they went, oh, they didn't <laughs> win a single conference game. Yeah, they were awful. Capel's is a really good coach. He I is. knew when he left Duke because he was like he was kind of a lot the person a lot of people thought was the heir to the throne. I did too. Yeah, because he stepped in, you know, when Kay had those those issues, and he did a great job. Yeah, he dropped a lot of bags. <laughs> dropped a lot of bags. I'm with it. Yeah. I'm all for it. I am too. All the bags. I told you I watched Blue Chips the other night. Yeah. I was just like, man, this is really – I this was like, what, how, is, how is this still relevant right now? Right. It was like foreshadowing almost. So Michigan State actually plays Ohio State Saturday. Yeah, that's going to be a good game. Um, just trying to look I'm actually excited for Kentucky-Alabama. Yeah, that'll be good. Yeah. That's I a tough environment for Kentucky. Kentucky's rolling right now, though. They're playing so good. They are. Sorry. Xavier Marquette on Sunday? Marquette's not Marquette's, Marquette's playing St. John's right now. Dude. I think the last time I checked it was 21 up. So Marquette has a kid that is just insane. What's his name? I think it's Marquise Frazier. Okay. So he had a game the other day where he had 45 points. He had 40 in the second half. What was his name? Uh, Frazier, I think. Marquise Frazier. He's on St. John's? Uh, he is on... Marquette. Yeah. Uh, Marcus Howard. Marcus Howard. Marcus Howard. Okay. Yeah, he's averaging 25 a game right now. Okay. Yeah. St. John's is Shamori Ponzo, who is nasty. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The Big East is good, too, so that's why I don't think Xavier's going to make the tournament. Pons has 20 points tonight at half. How many te- How many does St. John's have as a team? <laughs> 39. Oh, my God. Yeah. He almost outscored Marquette. Marquette, it's 39-31 right now. <laughs> he actually, so as far as efficiency, he's scored 20 points in 19 minutes of play. Jeez. Dude, Pons is awesome. Yeah. Pons is going to be like a late first round pick somewhere. Somebody's going to get someone's going to, Yeah. Yeah. I know it's so easy to say with college basketball players. But, yeah, I'm, I think uh, there's a lot of talent this year. Oh, yeah. And a lot of hidden talent. Yeah, for sure. You actually, so this is like one of those drafts where you kind of have – you have a lot of reward players because mm-hmm. they can play in the G League for a while and develop mm-hmm. themselves and become really good. Obviously, like I, I think said, Jaron Cumberland's that guy. Oh yeah, I don't think Jaron Cumberland's a great athlete by any means. Yeah, like he's not going to go take over a game with his athleticism, 
But he's a guy that you know you could put on an NBA bench, mm-hmm. and you're like, hey, I need six minutes fast. And he's there. Yeah. And he, I mean, he, in those six minutes, he could score something <laughs> ridiculous because he's got a well-rounded offensive game. Yeah, and um, you know, even like from what I do, just being around all these smaller teams. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like if I could set a bracket, if I wasn't an NCAA media member, mm-hmm. I'd win so much money. Because <laughs> yeah. I'm like, that team's good. I've probably seen five teams this year that are going to win their conference. Yeah. So Northern Illinois has this kid named Eugene German. Okay. And he is nasty, dude. Nasty. It's unreal. So he averages about 26 a game. He's been suspended twice this year, though. <laughs> For what? <laughs> okay, I don't know if is I'm it... really allowed to disclose this. <laughs> I think it's out, so fuck it. He apparently got arrested for throwing eggs at houses while riding on his bike. <laughs> He's a junior in college. Okay. Yeah. He's smart. Right. Juju Smith set the standard, bro. Right. If you don't want to drive, don't drive. Just ride a bike everywhere. Yeah. You can't, I mean, can he, he can probably get DUI, so that's unfortunate, but yeah. you know. But he's a really good player. Yeah. Um, I think Northern Illinois could win the MAC. Mm-hmm. The only thing that's going to keep Northern Illinois away from the MAC is Buffalo. Yeah. Who's obviously really good. Right. Um, Buffalo will probably win the MAC, mm-hmm. but I think they'll play Northern Illinois in their conference championship. Okay, is that the right conference? Am I? <laughs> this episode has been brought to you by Moscato. <laughs> if any brands want to sponsor us, we're here for it. <laughs> yeah. Oh wait, no. This is this is a college episode, bro. <laughs> eh. We're twenty one, so it's fine. yeah. So let's see. Do, 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 do. Okay, yeah, they're in the same conference. Okay, okay we're cool. Wow, Buffalo's conference schedule sucks ass. So they're playing <laughs> Eastern Michigan on Friday, Toledo, Miami, Ohio, Western Michigan, Eastern Michigan, Northern Illinois, Kent State, Ball State, Bowling Green, Central Michigan. The MAC is awful. <laughs> the MAC is awful. They're the new Gonzaga. Way to go. Yeah. Shout yeah. out to Gonzaga. Shout out to Gonzaga. Not Mark Few and his one facial expression. Ugh. Wolf. Looks like rubber face. Yeah. All right. Anything else we need to talk about before we get out of here? Anything you got on the top of your head? Uh, just finish that glass. Okay. And I think, oh, chug, 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 chug. That a boy. Yeah. I got nothing, though. I don't either. That's it? That's it. It's a good first episode of the year. Yeah. We're excited, though. Yeah, hopefully everyone has a great new year. Yeah. That's an awesome. Had a safe new year, too. Yeah. Hopefully they're listening to us in the car right now, and they're not a statistic. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. And we're going to have fun this year. It's going to be great. Tournament is two months away, baby. That's crazy. Best time of the year. Yeah, it is. So we are going to do a Selection Sunday show. Down. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody needs to come out. Absolutely. Still trying to do that live thing, right? Absolutely. We're with it. We're with it. All right, guys. Have a good night.